Wake up! I need you to be focused. Don't let anyone tell you that shit. Oh, I sound, I sound like a messy freak. So if you get made fun of, you get made fun of. Who cares? But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Speed, passion, attitude, reliability, knowledge. Welcome to Lobau's Spark, the power of ADHD. Who is this person who speaks to me as though I needed his advice? Last night he's swimming in Jack Daniels, and now he can leave Todd Billings in a single bound. This person would be your host, and yours truly, Lobau. Hello there, I am your host Lobau, and welcome to episode one of Lobau's Spark. The power of ADHD. We're going to be talking a lot about ADHD over the next five episodes, but the most important thing about it that we will be discussing is its power. And I want you to know up front that I am not a psychiatrist that specializes in ADHD. I am not a world-renowned expert with multiple degrees in this, that, and the other. I do not guarantee a solution to ADHD, nor am I qualified to tell you why I feel that ADHD is so powerful. I'm just going to tell you why I feel that way. So I hope you can accept that. What I can tell you is that for me, a 38-year-old adult that was diagnosed with ADHD at a young age, this disorder, quote-unquote, has been one of the most important reasons for my success. It is not in spite of my ADHD that I have held a career at the same company for 15 years, it is because of it. Because of my ADHD, I am married to a brilliant, sexy, and loyal wife. Because of my ADHD, I have a large number of extremely close friends that are considered family. All of this is not because I figured out a way to use the positives of ADHD. It is because God gave me this unique power, and my loving parents showed me how to use it. And honestly... I thank God for my ADHD, and I can't thank my parents enough for understanding its power and then showing me what to do with it. It is time I speak out about my experience with ADHD and the power of the brain that the person with it possesses. No one has ever done anything like this. That's why it's going to work. One of the most common jokes about people with ADHD is the, quote, squirrel moment. Everybody's heard it. Everybody's made fun of each other for it, etc. As all of you know, squirrel moments occur when someone continues to interrupt, change the subject, and then go off on another tangent. But what if I was to tell you that those squirrel moments are incredibly powerful? What you see is the fact that we were having a great conversation, and in your eyes, I rudely interrupted and you are correct. I did interrupt you. My deepest sympathies, but what you were saying wasn't all that important to me. Or, to the contrary, what you were saying was so important that I immediately connected all the dots associated with it, told you what I thought, and then moved on. Jesus, that is actually really rude. Sorry about that. But the majority of the time, we are right in what we say will happen now and years down the road. What actually happened is that I listened more to what you had to say than anyone else, then processed how you said it, made all the connections that you couldn't, 
then told you my opinion all within about 30 seconds. So now, I'm moving on to the squirrel. The ADHD brain filters what is important versus what is not almost instantly. And it has zero time for what doesn't truly matter. This will present itself as being restless and impatient, unable to tolerate waiting, etc., etc. But these are just symptoms that let you know I cannot waste any time with things that are not important because my brain will shut down if forced into a state where I am not moving forward on what matters. Let me say that again. My symptoms let you know that I cannot waste any time with things that are not important because my brain will shut down, especially if forced into a state where I am not moving forward on what actually matters. Things of no real importance are kryptonite to the ADHD mind. Scientifically, we lack dopamine, so where are we going to get it? We get it by being put in situations where the pressure is on, when what we say and do truly matters, and when everything is on the line. We are incredible under those circumstances. If you can accept ADHD as a powerful advantage, you will be viewed as a spark for the people that you love, the company you work for, and virtually every aspect of your life. But the stats don't show this, and stats don't lie. So why is it that all studies point to the fact that the majority of adults with ADHD are struggling and struggling big time? It is in my opinion that the reason the majority of adults with ADHD jump from job to job, have issues making and keeping close relationships, and generally, quote, can't get anything done, is because they have been told by so many how difficult it is going to be for them to succeed and that they need to do this, that, and the other, whether it's medication or behavioral therapy or whatever. All of those things are presented to them negatively. I am by no means saying at all that medication and therapy cannot help because they absolutely can. What I am saying is that the presentation of these things have almost always had an underlining theme of a, quote, project or charity case or a disabled person. So, excuse me, medication and therapy are not meant to tell me how to be, quote, normal. Normal is boring as shit, and I don't want to be that way, so why don't you choose another route? If I need medication, write the script and then shut the hell up. Honestly, the majority of people with ADHD get in the phone booth to change into Superman but then they can't find their cape, so they destroy their bag looking for it. Then if they still can't find it, they feel they have to call someone that might know where it is, or they have to jump through all these hoops to get it, and by the time they finally figure out how to get it, they just say fuck it and decide not to fly. I guess my thing with this is, why the hell weren't you just wearing the cape to begin with? Why go through the struggle of changing into Superman when you are Superman? My opinion, Clark Kent is boring as hell. Just be Superman. Own your power. Own your ADHD. And like I said earlier, if you can own this, if you can accept it, and if you can thrive not with it, but because of it, you will provide a spark in ways that you cannot imagine. 
This series of episodes are meant to motivate those with ADHD. Those who love someone with ADHD and might just be looking for a different understanding of it. But it is also meant for critics who completely disagree with what I am saying or don't believe in ADHD at all. And finally, this is for anyone and everyone with or without ADHD looking for a spark in their lives or for some quick momentum for any reason at all. The word spark will serve as an acronym for this five-episode series, and we will be focusing on one element each episode. Today, we will be focusing on the first element of spark, which is speed. But before we dive into that, and before we dive into the incredible power of ADHD speed, I want to lay out each element and give you a brief description of how spark is designed to work. It works for me. That's all I can tell you, is that it works for me. So it might work for you too. No guarantees. But if you get one thing out of any of this that I'm saying, then it is an immediate success. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. So let's now define SPARK as an acronym. As it relates to me and how I use it, the elements in SPARK are speed, passion, attitude, reliability, and knowledge. All of these elements are heightened powers in the ADHD brain. Our mind outperforms others in all five of these areas, but not for the reasons that you might think. After all, we are viewed as people that think too quickly so details are lost. That we are too passionate because our emotions get the best of us. That our attitudes need to be adjusted. That we can't be reliable. And maybe, just maybe, if we're medicated or told what we need to do by, quote, professionals, we can acquire some knowledge in school or on the job, and then we might, might, be normal like you. Well, I'm sorry, and you probably have already picked this up already, but Lobau's spark doesn't work that way. Spark will reveal our true strengths, not change them. Why would we want to change the fact that we are faster, that we use our passion to maintain our speed, that our attitude is used to guard and protect our emotions, that our reliability influences our attitude, and that we have the knowledge of how to connect the dots on everything we have ever experienced and use that information to easily predict what will happen now and in the future. This is how Spark works for me. Obviously, I'm not saying that this is going to work for you. It's just an idea, and it's something that I follow that has been extremely successful. Just do what you do, only faster. Each element is equal in importance, but relies on the one below it for strength, as the element below carries the one above when it has to. I would begin by attacking each day and each task and each problem or issue that comes up with tremendous speed. This will set the tone for you and others around you. Always begin with a fast pace. Quickness will put you ahead of the game while others procrastinate. There needs to be a sense of urgency with everything that you do. And with ADHD people, it is. We have that. Everything is a sense of urgency. 
Great speed is the most important element in creating a strong work ethic and the easiest for others to see and try and mimic. However, keeping up a fast tempo the entire course of a day or project can become extremely difficult, and your body and mind will eventually tire. When you tire and start to feel weak, you need to rely on the passion for what you do or why you are doing it. Passion will maintain your speed when you tire. Passion will also outweigh any other element if you can call on it when it is needed the most. It is vital to have passion for what you do or the reasons you're doing it. How much passion you have inside of you will trigger your level of care. If you have strong enthusiasm, it will carry your speed when you need to be fast. However, when you have a tremendous amount of passion, your emotions are so heightened that it causes you essentially to burn out. And eventually, your tired body and exhausted mental state will overcome the heart's passion. When this happens, use a steadfast and focused, no-bullshit attitude to govern your passion when you sense you are burning out. Only you can decide the type and style of attitude you are going to have. And make no mistake, it does not have to be positive and it does not have to be negative. Just keep an upbeat attitude, a determined attitude. Stay proud. Use your attitude to jumpstart your passion back to life if you have forgotten why something or someone is so important to you. If your particular attitude towards something becomes unfamiliar, your body language will be affected, and the way others view you will change. If you feel that your attitude is going down a road it shouldn't, Immediately increase your reliability to other people. You must be 100% reliable to others 100% of the time to achieve a greatness that no one can understand. When you are reliable to others, their attitude towards you will be extremely positive, even if your attitude is slightly on the negative side. Others around you will begin to show a strong attitude, and that is a reaction to your reliability. This will spread among your coworkers, classmates, close friends, and personal relationships. Reliability is by far the most contagious element. Once it is experienced by some, it spreads like wildfire. If your reliability to other people begins to slip, however, it is time to make an adjustment alone by researching and learning something new or different to bring to the table. The knowledge of your job subject at hand, and matters in your personal life will assist your reliability to others if you are unable to be present. None of the other elements will work if you do not have sound knowledge. You need to be alone and free of any distractions when expanding on current knowledge or thinking of a new approach, plan, or structure. True reflection and learning should be done when the task at hand is completed or the day is over. At this time, Go to sleep. I know that ADHD people don't sleep very well, but go to sleep. Wake up and attack and start it over again with speed, passion, attitude, reliability, and knowledge. A spark is defined as a momentary flash of light, and that is exactly what this is. You are a momentary flash of light. 
But when you find the spark that ignites a fire, you will be unstoppable. Now that I've told you the basic concept of how I use spark, I want to focus on the first element. Speed. This, this is actually hilarious to me, because speed is looked at negatively in people with ADHD. But name for me one other aspect in life where speed is not revered. In business, does your boss tell you, hey, I am so glad that you were so slow coming up with that idea and that you were too scared to present it for fear I wouldn't like it. That was really impressive. In sports, does the coach of a football team tell his quarterback, hey, I wish you were slower in your decision making when you were in the pocket. I wish you were slower in your ability to analyze everything going on around you on the field. Please be slower. In the customer service industry, do they say, I wish you had waited longer to help that customer so they became more frustrated with our service? And on top of that, I really don't want you to call that customer back because, of course, they have all day to sit by their phone and wait. When you are buying a dream house or a dream home, whatever it is, building a life, Do you say to yourself, you know, I'm so glad we waited on pulling the trigger to move into our dream location. Had we been faster to make an offer, we actually could have been living in our dream home right now instead of watching someone else move in. I'm glad our slow decision-making costs us that opportunity. Is that, do you hear that a lot? Hell no. You see my point here. The list goes on and on. As a matter of fact, the only aspect of life where I can see speed being a negative would be sex. I highly doubt your partner is going to look over at you after y'all have gotten it on and say, I am much more sexually satisfied since you started lasting under 10 minutes. (sighs) Okay, that's not going to (laughs) happen. But in all seriousness, ADHD people are told to slow down, calm down, rest and relax. Fuck that. Why should we be slow? Why should we slow down when the world operates fast and we are quicker than 90% of it? You always want to be first in anything you are trying to achieve, whether it be your career, a competition, coming up with some great idea, or simply asking out that hot piece of ass that just caught your eye. Quick decision-making is as easy as breathing for the ADHD brain. Actually, we make our best and most accurate decisions when an immediate answer is required. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. They want to have them answered immediately. We have a sense of urgency with everything that is important every day. That can be really frustrating for others. But you know what? Those others that it's frustrating for will come to us when it is the most vital and they need our help and they need it fast. This is why some of the most successful people with ADHD have chosen the power of speed to be Superman. They have chosen careers like EMTs, the military, firefighters, special forces, marines, etc. These are all careers that are labeled as heroic. In other businesses, the quick outside-the-box thinkers are recognized way more often. The natural power of speed in the ADHD brain is respected and looked up to in everything but people with the disorder. Why? What the hell? That doesn't make any sense. How can you argue with that? Again, we are faster. And because of our brain's unique way of processing information, we will always be faster. 
Just because we are not quick to do chores or to sign up to go to a doctor's appointment or remember something you said a week ago doesn't mean that we are not faster. It means our brains have prioritized what is really important versus what isn't. And we apologize if our everyday lives appear chaotic because they are anything but that. You can be frustrated with us that little things that are so easy for you just simply do not exist in our minds and they never will no matter what you do. But rest assured, when you can't figure something out, something vitally important that you have thought about for months, we will be the first person you go to and within a very short period of time we will have figured it out and our answer will ultimately prove correct. Put the pressure on us and we seldom fail. So my advice to you would be don't slow down. Do not calm down. Speed is a superhuman ADHD power. So just use it. Use it. Be fast. And do not slow down. 